Hello, my name is Harry Murphy. And I'm James Toomey, and welcome to Car News Weekly Season 2, Episode 6. Now, unfortunately, um, there we were back in the start of June saying that we were going to have loads of episodes done over the summer, seeing as we had um, as we had the holidays and we, we had loads of time. But now we are three months on, four months on, nearly actually five months on. Um, so sorry about that. Um, and we still... This is the next episode, so apologies about that, um, but we've just really, really, really busy. Um, so, yeah, but this episode is good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's it's a good one to get back with. If you remember last season, we did six uh, We did six episodes as well. We'll be hoping to do a few more this year, I hope. Um, maybe you only got five of them, seeing as we lost the, as we lost the audio file for the second, but... Um, Hopefully we'll get a couple more done in this season um as well. So um it's been it's been the summer, we've done loads of stuff, we've been on holidays. Harry, what the, what have you got up to? Uh yeah, um holidays just all that fun stuff. Anything um any interesting driving, any interesting cars, anything cool that you saw or did uh car related? Uh well I mean um we had the F1, but we went over that yeah, already. That was uh, the last time, actually, I, I, we, we had an episode where yeah, we, were, yeah. we were talking about uh, Spanish I went, I went to Paris, so I saw lots of sports cars. Saw a yeah, couple of Ferraris. I'd say so, yeah. Got um, parked, but, you know. Yeah. What about I was, you? I was, in, um, I was in Germany, and um, Germany's really nice. We were in the West. We were in a, city, a small city called Trier, near Luxembourg. Um and we were getting, we were getting, uh, we were driving from Trio to Luxembourg, um, and it was an autobahn. So if you're not familiar with the autobahn, it's a, it's the motorway in Germany, but the motorway in Germany doesn't have a speed limit, so um, you can go as fast as you want or as fast as your car can take you. So we went on it, um, and we we weren't we wouldn't go we weren't going that fast. We just did one. 110, 120, um, but there was people driving past us doing, I'd say, 200, zooming past us in in cars that I don't know how they were able to do that sort of speed. And obviously when we got into Luxembourg, then we um, we had to, we we had a speed limit again, but it was, it was, it was an interesting experience to be, to be sort of in that because I've always wanted to drive on the Autobahn um, and obviously I wasn't driving, but yeah, like it's something very controversial in Germany, but they, um, the politicians, they always vouch to keep it in Germany, as our friend was saying, our guides, um, because um, if you want to get a, a, a 20 to 30-year-old man, a man uh, generally, um, being a stereotype here, to vote for you, um, you need to keep that rule in place that there's going to be no speed limit. So that's what they do, and that's why that's still there. Um our guides weren't really huge fans of it, you know. They they didn't really, they didn't really like it because it's it's not the safest thing. Um, but the roads are very straight. Um, so you can see why they're done. They're not. They're never really turning, and they're just going in one straight line. Um, then I went to Venice, so that's where I think we can stop, seeing as there's no cars in Venice. Um, which yeah, that was a it was a good summer as well. Uh, and yeah, so that's that's pretty much it on uh on that um so this week we have a new world champion well not a new one a second time world champion max verstappen uh 
Harry, you're not too impressed about that, I'd say. No. Uh, he deserved it this year, to be fair to him. Yeah, but he... as we'll be getting to later, uh, you know, the scandal last year. So. Yeah, he's, Harry wasn't the, the biggest fan of that. But no, he definitely, to be honest, at the start of the season, when I when I was after after the 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 poor start, I have to say for Red Bull, I couldn't. I at, then I was like, okay, this is Leclerc's season, unfortunately. But he got back, and Leclerc and Ferrari made some awful mistakes, awful pit mostly stop strategies, Ferrari. mostly Ferrari. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, terrible pit stop strategies terrible just terrible everything really terrible engines terrible cars and that's what lost Leclerc the thing I believe that Leclerc could have won it if he had a more reliable reliable car you know and that's that's I'd be surprised if he moves after his contract yeah they really have a lot to live up to next year Ferrari and they really have to do something special to keep him the car their car is good. They're like the actual build, the like, the like R and D department. Great job, um, yeah. With the car, it's the strategists that are killing him. Yeah, like I could do a strategy much better than f- some of the things Ferrari were doing. Like seriously, some of the stuff they yeah. did in Monaco. I think they're over. They're overthinking it. Yeah, and Red Bull have have been really wise with their strategies this year, and it really has paid off for them. Like, you know. Yeah, like um, Ferrari, they've just kind of like Leclerc's been doing great. He's he's been putting in the effort. You can tell he wanted to win. He had the passion for it this year. The car itself is good because the new budgeting and new type of car after twenty twenty two. Um, yeah. like you know, eleven, but it's a strategist like. I think they're putting too much effort into thinking, all right, but if we do two stops instead of one, might get more of the tires or, you know, like, oh, he yeah. looked like a couple of times, they're, like, he was doing well on old tires. It's like he'd, he'd be having good race, I don't know, like out of 60 laps for whatever race. It could be the 45th or whatever, like the tires are old. Mark 30th, like tires are old. Like he's still doing well. He's in first by a couple, like ten seconds or whatever. And they say, "Right, bring it in. We'll give you new tires." And he doesn't need the new tires. Yeah, and that that's why it just doesn't make any sense with what Ferrari have been doing. Like they've just done stuff that it just you're looking at them. And my brother's a Ferrari fan, and he's just it just like it. He's gutted after these Grand Prix because they had it. They if they'd just been smart. It would have been an easy win for them, but they they weren't smart, and that's what cost yeah. them. Really, that's what's cost them. Um, that's what's cost them everything. Like, cause it's all about it's all about the strategy and stuff, and they just weren't able to able to do anything strategy wise, were they? No, yeah. Um, as I said, I said like you know they're overthinking it. They could have brought in any normal F one fan, me or you, James. And we could have just said, right, pit, start start on softs, pit when they get old, go on to hards, you're done. Yeah. But like, you know, like, or, you know, start on mediums, golden mediums, whatever. Like, they were really, really overthinking it. Like, they, you know, like, it's obviously more complicated than that. 
but you know, I, I do think they're trying to find new tactics to get an upper hand and they just failed really badly with it. Yeah, I'd I'd agree with you there, definitely. Um, like some of the stuff they've done just doesn't it doesn't make sense. But I guess um we'll talk about that in the we talk about the Japanese Grand Prix when we when we get to that segment. Uh, yeah, so what's coming up in this episode, Howie? What what are we gonna be talking about? Japanese Grand Prix. We're gonna be talking about there's a scandal last year about Ferrari. They had they went over budget um by two million, I believe. Red Bull. Red Red Bull, yeah. yeah. Um and Mercedes are thinking about bringing it you know to court because they broke the rules, which you know, mm. rules are rules, you're not allowed to break them. And it was a big rule, so you know. Yeah. To but be honest, we get, just another we get thing to that. that Yeah. Um so yeah, Japanese Grand Prix, that we're doing budget car. We're yep. taking flagship cars from our two respective brand, brands. Uh, James is Aston Martin, I believe. I am, that's certainly right. And I'm Mercedes, obviously. Um, obviously. So yeah, that's all ahead of us. Um, um, so yeah, before yeah. we move on, make sure to, this is the bit how he just, he, you just, you don't get why I do this, but I always find it's really important. Make sure you follow, download and subscribe on Spotify. You can follow us on Google Podcasts, it's Car News Weekly. You can send us an email, carnewsweeklyjho at gmail.com. Follow the Twitter, Car News Weekly 1, and the Instagram, Car News Weekly, uh, to keep up to date. The Twitter is the one where we will send out anything if we have, if we have anything to send out. Um. The F1 fantasy team, that's what um, that's been going on for the last season. So I have the leagues open in front of me. So there's three participants, myself, Harry, and uh, Mr. Robert uh, Toomey, who, yeah, he's my brother. Guess you guessed that. Um, so in third position with 2,491 points is Harry Murphy. So, well done, Harry. No, I'm staying strong with Mercedes. Like, I... I... In second position oh, yeah. with uh, 2,497 points. So only six points ahead of Harry is Robert. Um, so there's a battle there for second place. And then in first place is myself with 2,790 points. So three hundred, just uh, 299 points ahead of Harry, I believe. Um, so yeah, it's still all to play for. Um, so make sure you join us for the end of the season, um, which is so that you can see that you can be there uh with us so if you have any questions you can email us carnewsweeklyjho at gmail.com anything you want to get into the podcast anything like that you can also contact us on the on the socials um you can also check out our website carnewsweeklyjho.wixsite.com forward slash carnewsweekly they'll all be linked in the description below so uh i think that's is that everything yeah i believe so okay so let's move on to the japanese grand prix So, the Japanese Grand Prix was a very, well, I can nearly say boring race. Like, it it wasn't really that interesting. It was rain, which basically means that there's not much action really ever when when it's a a wet Grand Prix. The weather was like what it's like in Ireland at the moment, terrible and wet. Um, And I think that really has an effect on the race. It definitely had an effect on the amount of racing they got in. They didn't really get much at all. Um, I don't they know. They just race. No, yeah. They hardly scraped over their fifty uh, percent mark, which um, was what gave Verstappen his title 
because remember after the Belgian Grand Prix they did two two laps and they got fifty percent of um fifty percent of points and there was uproar over that. Um so yeah, they had to get over fifty percent of the race done to award full full points and I think they just got over it, so they got that done. Um but yeah, so it was an interesting start. Leclerc and Verstappen were were battling it out. Verstappen got the lead. Um and yeah, I think it just kinda went from there, didn't it? Yeah. So first lap signs pretty much straight away got knocked out. Like it wasn't his fault because, you know, I mean, the weather was just Signs is terrible. an unlucky driver. He he signed a new contract and then he was just terrible after that. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. He kinda like took it and said oh. Well, okay, and then they kind of just went away. Um, yeah, yeah Albon spun out pretty soon after. Um, he, well, we weren't really expecting much from him that day because he doesn't do much. You never um, really expect much from Albon any day. Yeah. Um, and then the one of the Alpha Tauris ended up with a bit of a sign on the front of their car somehow. Yeah, Gasly. Like, I don't even know how he got that onto his car. But he was just—he was driving around with this massive. I think it was a Rolex yeah. banner, wasn't it? Stuck to this. It was, stuck, yeah. Stuck to the front of him, like you know, it was good advertisement for Rolex. And I'm sure they sold a couple of watches out of Gasly driving around with big Rolex yeah. thing on the front, like. But it's like that—that—that's not something you see every day. Um, no. And they red flagged it, which they really should have done from the start. They should have postponed the start of the race. What is it with um, Japan and? And wet and wet weather. I always say like I'm weeding. It's, it's um. It's like, it's, no, what is I, it I could be wrong now. Wet weather. But Japan? isn't it like typhoon season over there, or like whatever it's called? Then why have why have a Grand Prix in in the wet season, the rainy season? I think yeah. You call it. To be fair, because they're they're already that's uh, pretty silly. Actually, no, cause they have the, you think they'd have it around the time of like. You know, you think they'd have it before the summer break? You would, yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all what they're what they're doing. Like, because I don't know what the weather seasons are in Japan. I'll look them up here, but um, it doesn't make any sense because it's always raining in the Japanese Grand Prix. You know, always. Yeah. Yeah, it's the period from March to May is spring, June to August, summer, September to November is autumn. And December to February is winter, so very like ours. But yeah, it's 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 just always raining for some reason. I suppose it's always raining in autumn in Ireland as well. Ireland is just rain half, yeah. and sun for the other half. It's this you know? time of the year. I don't think there's much they can really do about it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Because anyway, it it ruins the race. I find that the weather you need you need good weather for a good race. You know. Yeah, and the fans. Uh, yeah, as well. I mean, you could have flown over from. Like China didn't have a Grand Prix this year. South Korea doesn't have a Grand Prix. You could have flown over from there to watch it, and all you were doing was sitting in your poncho, getting soaked, like you know. Yeah, but then like you have like the Spanish Grand Prix, where you have like forty degree weather. So yeah, I'd, I'd, uh... there's never really been a a proper good perfect weather race, or like really hot or really cold or rainy. Yeah, I'd 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 rather the the Japanese situation. Then the Spanish situation though, because you were saying they took all the water off you as well, didn't they? So you'd no water in the 
in their race. Yeah, so you go in with a bottle and then they take the bottle because they might throw it on the track. But then you have people coming in with umbrellas the size of war spheres. Yeah, no, like, it's ridiculous. You, like impale someone with, like you're not allowed to bring in a small bottle. Yeah, it was funny. I was like, at a concert. I mean, it's it's a hundred percent. It's it's a hundred percent for their profit. Isn't like, oh yeah, no question about it. They only did it for, you know, selling the water there, but yeah. it's still a joke. I was when at a concert out of water. I was at a pet shop boys concert in June, right? And my mum was she had her handbag and she had a bottle of water in it, um, and they they took the bottle of water off her and they threw it in the bin, right? So then when we were inside, they were charging three euro. For little bottles of um, Fanta and Coke, and they were just absolutely raking in the money, like. And then they give yeah. them to you without the caps on, so you had to drink them because they'd say with the caps that you'd pelt them at the singers. But like, it's just awkward again. So you drink it, and then your your drink is gone, and you need to go and buy another one. Whereas if you had the cap, you could put it on the drink and save it till later. Yeah, you know, it's 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 all about money making. Yeah. So, you know, it always is, but I mean, it also makes it interesting, you know, you, you're going to want to having, um, uh, like you would want to be having perfect weather all the time. Like you want a wet, a wet race every so often as well, just to mix things up. Oh yeah, you, you do. But the thing with the wet race is I don't mind if it's a bit wet, but when it's absolutely battening down the hatches, like it's just... I don't know. Yeah, no, it's just, you, you can barely yeah. see it, so. Yeah, and all the spray, like, it's impossible for the drivers to drive, and it makes 100% sense why they red flag that sort of race. But um, it's just, it's annoying, like, because the Suzuka track, it's designed for speed. I don't know if you've ever driven yeah. it on the F1 it's like, game. It's like Monza, kind of. Yeah, but, well, I hate it on the F1 game, because the S is at the start. I always go off. I, you have to go really slow. You can't go fast on the the Japanese Grand Prix track at the start there. I don't know. Do you, have you driven it before? Yeah, I have. And what, what, do you find it difficult at the start as well to try and get the, yeah. to get up the S's? Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's so. annoying. Anyway, it resumes, but they only have 40 minutes to race. Yeah, they have to count down. Everyone's a really tightly scheduled thing. Like it's really tightly scheduled sport. Like literally, the second the race is over, they're already packing up the everything to ship it off to the next place. Yeah, literally the second the race is done. That. But don't give me this rubbish of like oh the TV rights and stuff because F one has its own channel on Sky, so it's obviously not the TV that they're, they're they have a problem with. And like I know they ship it off straight away, but. I mean, they should just let the whole race go. They sh- they shouldn't really have a countdown clock. I don't I don't agree with that. I think it should just be, I think it should just be the laps. And yeah, it but takes it, them it's until... for the schedule. If they were to yeah. delay by an hour, like you know, everyone might fans might miss their flights or back to um, South Korea. Yeah, I know. Cargo what you mean. ships might miss their like cargo ships might miss their. They might be gone by the time they get there. Thing, everything, it, it, everything's on a schedule in F one, so they kind of had to do it. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's actually one for the listeners. Let's put a poll out there. Do you think that after there should be a time limit set on F one races, or should it just be until the until the lap square? That'll be an interesting one to see how we want it. But you, you believe that yeah. the time limit should still be there? Is that what you think? 
no, I, I don't like it, obviously, but I, I see why they would, I see why they have it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so that'll be on the Twitter. So that's another reason to come over and have your say there in this democratic world that is Kainu's Weekly, um, to vote in that poll. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah, forty minutes left. Uh, Schumacher, like the second lap. Uh, so he he led his first race that day. Yeah, Mick Schumacher. Um, is he a world champion in the future? It's difficult to tell at the moment. No, 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 no. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I see. A little bit of backstory <laughs> here. I believe that it was Mick Schumacher that he spun out Latifi, didn't he? In the uh, Abu Dhabi race, and then Latifi caused the safety car, and the safety car caused Verstappen to win the world championship over Hamilton. So Hamilton has a bit of uh, Hamilton. Harry has a bit of uh, distaste for um, Mick Schumacher. Schumacher. I don't think he has the talent of his dad. He doesn't have the talent of his dad. Like I don't think anyone. People are only signing him for the name. Yeah, if you're signing him, you're doing it because all the Michael Schumacher fans are coming over and saying, oh, sure, look, might as well follow this lad because he's my favourite racer's son. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I, I think we can all agree, Michael Schumacher was better than Lewis Hamilton. At the time, he won most of his world championships with a car that wasn't even competitive in Benetton. Like, you know, I don't know. Did you watch that documentary? I'd say it's out a year at this stage on Netflix. Yeah, I did, on him. Netflix. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it good. did show that when he was there with Eddie Irvine, an Irish guy from uh, the north of the country, that's how I put it, um, he was uh, like, the car wasn't good, and he still managed to get two or three uh, world championships out of that car. And obviously, yeah. he moved to Ferrari, but Ferrari's car wasn't much good either, and he managed to get the wins out of it. Like, I think Ferrari have monetized so much from, Mick, from Michael Schumacher. But I don't think Ferrari gave their fair share in that th- in that deal. Yeah, no. You know, with the money they made from him, I think a lot of it went into their back pockets instead of investing in a car because their car wasn't good. But Michael Schumacher was able to work with it. And I, it, it, I really do recommend that documentary, actually, because it really does show, um, it does show that Michael Schumacher, you know, because how good he was because Hamilton yeah he's a, he's a good driver but he has had a fantastic car you know um in the Mercedes cars so that has certainly assisted Lewis Hamilton along the way and so has, Verstappen has had a great car and he's won it and Leclerc has had a terrible car and he's lost it but I think that's where you separate that's where you separate you really Leclerc um from. you really don't like the Ferrari car do you James well does anyone like this Ferrari car my brother it's not doesn't. a bad car. It's just the people how many, behind. The I think car. It, I don't know how many times the, the exact number, but it, the engine went at least four times this season. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like it's not a good car, but they had the speed and yeah. yeah no, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a great car. That's what I have to say. Um, about that. So, but yeah, so Mick Schumacher was leading. His leading his race. It didn't last long, though. Verstappen overtook him. Leclerc overtook him. Hamilton made a great move around the outside on Schumacher as well, didn't he? He really... It was a great overtake, I have to say. Um, and then, to be honest, the race wasn't 
wasn't really that interesting after that until we get to the the final the final part which was uh Checo, good old Checo himself, Sergio Perez and Charles Leclerc battling at battling it out for the second place. Um and Perez and Leclerc were were over were going at it and then we got to the final corner and Leclerc decided, well, I'm not gonna overtake him, so let's just completely cheat, drive straight through this corner and take the lead. So that's what Leclerc did. And it backfired so much on Leclerc that he got his five second time penalty, which meant that he actually lost the championship. So I mean like Leclerc I dunno. I dunno what was what was he thinking? Did he lose control? Or was it just a final final stand I think he's for dead men as they say? I think he just kind of said, you know what, like, unless I do this, I mightn't win it at all, so I might as well. Yeah, I, I know, I suppose, um, didn't make sense, though, it doesn't really make sense why. why oh, yeah, no, like he really messed, he really screwed himself over. He did, he did screw, he did screw up. Um, yeah, that's, uh. That's the Japanese Grand Prix. And so then Verstappen, they'd thought Verstappen had lost the Grand Prix by a point, even after the um the five second time penalty was given to to Leclerc. But then it turned out that he'd won and Verstappen didn't realise until he was in that until he was in the Parc Ferme uh the Parc Ferme interview and they told him that he'd won the he'd won the whole thing, which he was obviously ecstatic about. But um that was yeah. quite unexpected, wasn't it? Yeah, no. Uh he deserved it this year though. He did. I, 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 I do think he did. Like um other years i.e. last year. Last year uh, he didn't deserve it at all. I think he did. I feel like Which, moving at, moving on at, to our next bit. Yeah. Um like you know Roger last Ka. year everything was just scandalous. Like um with the there's a budget and there's Blasted through it. Um, the the two, two million extra spent. Uh, yeah. Red Bull. This is so. Last year, not only did uh, Michael Massey screw Hampton over, uh, kind of went on his own mm, thing. Don't really see why he bro. did that. Um, no, James. Even you have to admit now. Um, uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. No, like you, you told Michael me Massey. Day that you didn't agree with it. What, what I'll say about Michael Massey, right? Is he you? And this is the same with every single person on this planet. You can't please everyone. If he hadn't left those safety cars true, I'd be in your chair, and I'd be saying the exact same thing. And Red Bull would no, have been you wouldn't. angry. You wouldn't no, I'm, because I, I, I would have been. No, no other race director has ever done that. that yeah, but has the, the any other race director thing. been in that position before? No, but the normal thing to yes, do. Do you see what I mean? Is continue as they were. So, yeah, but I guess that's past us. But when we get to this budget cap, right? So Red Bull have had a minor infringement, right? So I think they were. So the budget is a hundred and fifty million. I think is that the budget? Am I right with that? Hi. Yeah, I think it's two hundred. I don't know. Um, but anyway, uh, they, they went. They did a minor infringement, yeah, yeah. I, which I means know. they went up to five million over. I think it came out that they less said than, they were less. They went no. Yeah. They were less than five percent above the budget. That that's it. Yeah, less than five percent over, which is a minor infringement. Now there hasn't been any 
I don't think. Has there been any punishments? Has the have they FIA done anything yet? No, to... not yet. Yeah, but I'm sure they will do something. I I don't know what they'll do, but um, probably points taken off of Red Bull, like not not just happen, just Red Bull. Itself. Probably yeah, but that won't really make much of a difference, will it? Because I mean, nah. like yeah, unless uh, they take off like enough so that they level that eat them with number two, which would be Ferrari, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll do that. To be honest, I don't think that would happen. Oh, no, they won't, because that's too extreme. But yeah, if they were to. Uh, yeah, and I, I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's interesting, really, isn't it? Like this budget cap thing is. I I get the I get where F the FIA are coming from with this budget thing. You look at teams like Williams, how are they? Oh, bad example. You look at teams like, I don't know, Mercedes, who have so much money, right? And Red Bull have so much money as well. They're massive corporations, right? And they're being sponsored by these multi-million companies, multi-billion nearly, right? So, it's not fair that them they can have as much money as possible to invest. When smaller, when smaller brands and smaller racing teams don't have that much money, so I do believe that the budget cap is fair. Um, but so I am, I do think it's it's good, but like it just depends what they do with this Red Bull thing that I decide. Is it too harsh? Like five percent isn't a lot in the scheme of things, but I suppose five percent. But that could have that could have been enough. That could have been for... the speed, you know. That could have been that one. Could, that could have been. That could have been the hour. extra, like, I don't know. That could have been the extra engine strength, the extra height, the higher quality engine or whatever that got them on par with Hamilton. Like, yeah, I I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, it's 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 an interesting one, isn't it? It's 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 diff it's difficult to to say you know how much of a difference it made by, yeah. for, because Red Bull went over you know I think McLaren if, and Williams had went over as well but it was so tiny that no one's even talking about it yeah uh, but like um especially with Williams like it's Williams no one cares about them like they didn't score any point they scored, did they even score any points last year I don't think they did I don't know I actually don't know if they did or not um but that that says everything in itself, doesn't it? It didn't really help. Yeah. Um. So yeah, is that is that everything with the budget cap? Are we ready to move on to the to the next part of the show, the budget car? Yes. So yes, budget car. Now, so we're going to be discussing about uh, the flagship models of of two uh two car brands really. So I've chosen Aston Martin. And the car I will be going with is the Aston Martin Valkyrie, due for release this year. Um, it is a pretty nice car, but we'll get to that in a second. Harry, what car are you choosing? Um, I'm doing the Mercedes AMG One. So this is like their flagship sports car. It's really their only kind of made-for-speed car. So they kind of base it off of one of their F1 cars and made it road legal. So... You know, it's a, it's a very cheap two point seven million dollars per unit. 
nothing too crazy. No, um, I'm obviously being sarcastic. Now. That's that's insane. Um, crazy. with it, it comes like it's a good car. Like, um, so the engine is literally the same exact engine from the 2015 Mercedes F1 car. So wow, you know it's gonna have a massive um power unit horsepower like it, it yeah it, well it's based off it so they did what they could with the f1 engine and then they adapted it for you know road legal driving um yeah. i'm just looking at so, it here on, yeah on so that's that it has it's pretty impressive like the the driving the the steering wheel is like an f1 steering wheel isn't it an f1 car yeah that's it, cool uh, it's cool um it's, it's a nice car it's a very nice car um yeah it is and the color scheme of it is the same as the mercedes f1 car as well which i like yeah it has a nice turquoise and all that stuff so it has only 500 only it has 566 horsepower you think there'd be more but it's a light enough car so it does the job yeah um it's 1.6 liter turbocharged V6. So yeah, 566 horsepower from a V6 is impressive enough. Like yeah, um, is, yeah. So yeah, that's that. Uh, top speed 352 kilometers an hour. So like, like that's just crazy. Um, that's fast. Yeah. Imagine going with that on the autobahn. That's 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 literally F1 car level. Like yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like down the straight. That's like an F1 car's average speed in a normal car. Like, that's mad. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, really strong engine built for speed. Like, very aerodynamic car. Again, yeah, it is, their yeah. main focus was speed. Then we'll build comfort into it. So, lots of downforce, lots of everything. Um, so, if you look at it, the brake pads are turquoise, which I love. Because when the car's driving, it looks like the... They're like, you know, lining up and it really adds a nice sense of colour to the car, but also keeping it very classy as well. Yeah. So um yeah, so yeah, it's it's um look it up so you know what I'm talking about and you can kind of um have pictures out in front of you yeah. while because like I'd never heard of this car about before. It. I'd never heard of yeah. this car before. Um but I'm looking, oh yeah, I do like those brake pads. I'm looking at them here. They do. It's the sort of Mercedes yeah. colour, isn't it? That's the Mercedes colour. It is. Yeah, it really is. So, um, yeah, so, you know, 2.4 million pounds, 2.7 million dollars. Uh, so, you know, if you're buying it, I mean, the price well, isn't the, really going to be... At the exchange rate at the pound at the moment, it's it's 2.4 million dollars, 2.4 million pounds. You know, the yeah, pound is so weak, like... You know, they're, they're about, like... The interior is one of my favourite on the car. It's very... It it, it, it lots of carbon fibre. A really big screen. Um, The steering wheel is lovely. It's one of the few almost rectangular steering wheels in a normal car. So, like, picture an F1 car steering wheel. That's your yeah. steering wheel. Obviously, this one doesn't come off or whatever. Lots of buttons. It's very accessible steering wheel. Um, it is, yeah. The, the pedals. Um, so it's is it's kind of like um a semi automatic. Like you know, there's no clutch. 
just use the paddles, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Um, there's two paddles, they're built, the, the two, the two pedals are built into the car, so, like, they're not sticking out, and yeah. the car is, it, it almost looks like it's one long, the seat merges into the floor, so you're really, it's like an F1 seat, you're basically lying down, um, yeah. it's a very low car. It is, Which, yeah. again, aerodynamics, um, so yeah, you're really low down to the ground um, to give you the on-the-road type feel. Uh, two-seater, obviously. Um, I think this would be a great car. Like, obviously, like if if you didn't have kids, like, you know, I this would be a good almost everyday car. Yeah. You know? um, well, like, not everyday car. You know, you're not going to be driving your AMG 1 down to Super Valley Rally to get point to military. Like. I think it um, would it be too powerful for, and that's these flagship yeah. cars like my car, the Aston Martin Valkyrie. Not, they're not made for. You roads, could not you know, drive like that on like, one of these boreens around around Glam, no. around the, yeah. this area, like you know when you're going there in, to, it's one, to the shop. It's, it's not a very. It's not very. What would word be? It's not very show showy type of car, you know. Like it looks yeah. nice, except it's not like you're not going to be saying, "Oh my god, that's." a Bugatti Chiron that's a really expensive car like this car looks really nice and make your head turn but yeah. at the same time it also keeps it very simplistic which I think is a very nice touch but you know it's not cheap from looking at it straight away yeah you know, yeah okay that car costs tell... some bucks you know yeah but um so yeah, the color scheme throughout it black gray turquoisey blue um which I think is a really nice color scheme, to be honest, because they don't go overboard with the blue. It's accented throughout the car. It's a couple of buttons here and there, which yeah. really, you know. The it, interior it, looks it, so plush, doesn't it? It does, yeah. It's like it, it's it's like all velvet, you know? Yeah, so smooth. Yeah. And I like the way, actually, you look. I'm looking at it here. The seat belt, the thing that you put the belt into, um, is built into the side. In, so that it's yeah, not sticking out console. it's built into the, the center of the car which is actually really nice i like that idea it's quite smart um yeah i wouldn't be spending an extra 2.7 million for it on its own but it is a nice little touch yeah when you're thinking about it 2.7 million for a car with an engine that can go at the same speeds in an f1 car yeah i know what you mean it is pretty incredible and you think when you think of it that way it's basically a road legal F1 car. You think that 2.7 million is a steal. Um, yeah, it is, yeah. And then looking at here, there's a handle in the middle of the seat. I can only assume that's for sliding it up and down to get your yeah in the right place. I don't know. Do you, you see that there, James? I see it, yeah. I do see it. Maybe it's... I don't know what that is for, really. But to be honest, you're looking at a sports car. for an ejector. It's an ejector seat for James oh, Bond. That there would be James nice, next, wouldn't it? James Bond car. That yeah. would be nice. A little red button in the... Well, there's no gear stick. You know, usually you flick the, yeah, gear, paddles. You flick the thing, press the red button. Whoosh, that would be the sort of thing you'd be, you'd be looking yeah. for. Unless you watch you press both paddles at the same time. And, uh, and you, you go eject. flying. That would be uh, something that you could do a bit, easy, a bit too easily, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, as I said, that's carbon fiber on the inside. They're keeping it light and strong. Uh, in the middle, the turn-on button, that's nearly 
every car nowadays has internal button keys yeah i kind of gone old they're, um, yeah. they're just something in there you know just to make sure that you you actually own the car and make you sure that side in. yeah exactly like tesla's have it so your phone is there or credit card you tap credit like not credit card I don't like tesla's. it's like a card and you tap it i think that's just they're like they're, they're ugly old. they're so ugly though they're Come ugly on. but they're very functional they're very functional I wouldn't you know, buying my Tesla. feelings I'm on electric cars, car. right? Oh yeah, no, I didn't. I wouldn't be type. I wouldn't be buying a Tesla, but they are very functional. To be fair to them, they have lots of features that. You yeah, they have a lot of cool features. But when are you going to be watching Netflix in your car? When are you going to need a whiteboard? While, while you're waiting for it to charge, because it's an electric car and you can't. Okay, just fair pay. point. Yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. And I, I saw a Tesla broken down today, right? And I, and I came. I, They're I really to hard to fix. Yeah, I'd say so. And she had she had the bonnet open, and there was just more boots. There was more boot space, obviously, because there's no engine. Um, and I was I was thinking, I was like, well, you see, you know, if you just ran out of petrol, all you'd have to do is you'd either you'd walk to a petrol station, fill up your jerry can, and come back and pour the petrol into the car. Or if you had petrol in the car already, uh, that's great. But you can't just go to a petrol station fill up a jerry can with electricity and bring it back to the car and put it into the car, can you? You have to phone for someone to... a tow truck to take yeah. your car away, don't you? Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like... Yeah, I know we're kind of getting off topic here. But like, if not much people fix them. Your local mechanics, they're made for diesel cars, petrol cars. Yeah. They don't know how to reboot a battery. They don't know how to rewire and put in the new battery that like killing themselves with the battery acid like yeah no they don't um, so yeah yeah anyway tesla's yes love so them or hate them um, i chose the aston martin valkyrie right so i believe your car the mercedes mg1 came in at 2.7 million yeah so this valkyrie comes in at 3 million so we're looking at a car that costs 3 million uh us dollars it says here so it's uh it's got one power isn't that just crazy? That's double. That's over double the. That's over double the anti one. But the top speed, I don't think yeah, of is, the Valkyrie yeah. is going to be too much higher. What's yeah. the top speed? Or you know. Uh, one second here. The top speed. It's not giving it's me any moment. Somewhere, I can actually find it there. You can edit this out. You said on Wikipedia, James. I got it here. Look that up. One second. Oh yeah, sure. Um. Habit learning. 250 miles per hour. Right, so what's that? What's miles per hour to kill? To... I guess like, that, that's fast. That's like so. 400 or something, can... is it? Yeah. That's 402 kilometers an hour. That's mad. 402. What? What, what would you need that speed for? Autobahn. But these cars are made. That'd be a suicide one on the Autobahn. Like, the Autobahn was busy. Yeah. Like, very, very busy when we were on it. Yeah. Nah, they're, they're, both of them, they're made for the track. Yeah. Oh, they are, yeah. They're definitely made for the track. They're not made for anything else. The um, Valkyrie looks hollow. Do you think so? I have a picture of it here now. It looks hollow. The front looks hollow. You can see right through the car. 
Yeah. Which, I mean, that's probably why it goes as fast as it does, because, like, yeah. it must be really nice. But, um... It um, looks as if they stripped all the insides off. Do you think so, yeah? Yeah. You look at it here, so I've got some figures for you. So it's a seven-speed seven uh, manual. But I think it's paddles as well. Um, it's a fully it's fully hybrid, so it's got an electric motor in it as well. Um, it's and yeah, I'm looking at the inside. It's got the it's got the same uh, uh, rectangular steering wheel as the as the Mercedes, you know. So they 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 are popular with sports cars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. One second, here, I'm just trying to find something yeah but i'm looking at the at the interior the chairs they look comfortable but they look like they're you're you're really sort of back in them you know and they sort of go they're kind of leaned at an angle and the the screen isn't that big i'm looking at the screen here and it isn't actually that big i'd say it's only about five or six inches across and if i'm not mistaken if i'm not mistaken this car is still development yeah, it's not it's not out yet, you know. So they there isn't much images. Like I'm struggling to find anything of the inside. Yeah. Um, what it's giving and, me oh, here, wow, actually, yeah, the inside, the inside. Um, I'm looking at it here. It looks very. It it doesn't look very functional. At yeah. All at all. I like, I, I can no, see where you're coming like, from. Um, uh, I'm gonna take a couple of hits at it now. It it look like I'd say the car, as I said before, it's made for the track. You're not going to be driving this around, but there's there's no luxury things in this. It's like in the Mercedes, um, you know, there's a big console you can store stuff. This one doesn't even have a glove compartment. Like, um, no, again, it doesn't. It's made for track, like an F1 car doesn't have a glove compartment. This isn't made uh, for the road at all. I'm seeing the the side mirrors are inside for some reason. I don't know. Um, mm. I don't see that doing anything because it's just supposed to be on the outside to see the outside. You're not going to be looking, fixing your hair while driving down a 400 kilometer an hour car. No. Um, the seats look the same as the AMG one, is in there kind of blended together again to give you that close to the road feel. I would assume. Yeah. Um, let's see if I can find any other photos. It looks yeah, nice though from here. the outside. I like it. It, it does. It does. Yeah. It looks it so slick. It looks, it looks so. It looks really futuristic, and you've got the scissor doors that come up, um, and I think this car, I this car was in No Time Today. You know the scene where, uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, so you might want to just close your ears for the next ten seconds. But when he's after escaping the baddies in, uh, in Norway, uh, the new 007 comes and she picks him up in this. I think, so you can come back if you, yeah. if you were listen, not listening to the spoiler. But I think that's, I think it's in. No time to die in that part, um, and it looks really good in the film. It does. Um, but from my understanding, they're only making 150 of these cars in total. Yeah, no, it's it's only going to be for like, it's really just again flagship one. It's just for saying they have it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think that's looks, everything. It looks fast. It looks like the definition of speed. Right. Would you which one would you prefer? Track. Firstly on the track. On the track, if I were in a race, I would probably choose the Valkyrie. 
Yeah, so would I, definitely. But if on I were to buy roads. one of them, on, if I were to buy one for track and normal roads, driving it to the track, you know, driving it down the autobahn or whatever, I have to go with the like AMG one. It just it looks nice. It looks yeah. It looks m- nicer from like a road like perspective, and it just the interior is. It's 20 times better than the other one, James. Yeah, like. using the Valkyrie on an, on a road, on a public road, it's just, it'd just be silly. Like, it's so not handy for everything, like, you know. Like, even um, you have to admit, the interior of the AMG 1 looks good. It's a nice interior. It and does look Valkyrie's good. Valkyrie's interior. Yeah, it does. The Valkyrie's interior does not look good. Mm, yeah, I think I we're going to have to wait and see Again, until it's properly released, aren't we? Like, to, yeah, to actually o- see. obviously, as in, like, they probably have a bit look stuff, look, like, you know, luxuried up by the yeah. time. These are all just out. pictures, you know, that yeah, they've released. For, you know, for the track for track and road, what would you choose, James? Track and road, I'd have to go with the Mercedes. Track, like, perfor- the performance of the Aston Martin is a league above the Mercedes. I think you go above every other car on the road, though. Like, oh, it is. Yeah, but on the road... If I was going on the road, I'd choose a Honda Civic, to be honest, because I don't think I could control any of these cars on the road, because you put yeah. your foot down, and five seconds later, you'd be going at 100 kilometers an hour, and you'd be in a ditch. Do you know what I mean? So The um the AMG looks less scary, though. Yeah, Being I think it does. isn't a bad thing from a car, but, like... If you were to choose one, I'd say you kind of be leaning towards the AMG because it just it looks it's practical, classier almost practical. That's the word. Yeah, yeah. It just it, the interior looks nicer. Everything kind of blends together. As I said, for the Aston Martin, which again for the track is a good thing, it looks like it's hollowed out. Yeah, and it looks like it, you could you could you could just kick it once and it would break. Yeah, I I get where you're coming from. With that, um, but but yeah, so it's um, is that is that everything for the budget car? We'll we'll send out another poll. That's two polls, um. So the budget car and what was the other one? Is the time limit, wasn't it? There were the two. Time limit, yeah, yeah. So we'll send them out. You can vote in them, and we'll see what happens on the next episode. So um, that's is that everything for today's episode? That is everything for today. Okay, so just in time as well. One second, actually, we we have a bit of time, so I'm going to announce something that's just coming on my phone. So, this is from the F1 app. So, it says, Williams boss Capito says, Logan Sargent will race for Williams in 2023 if he secures super license points. Now, I've never heard of Logan Sargent. It says here he's an F2, but that's a class name, isn't it? Yeah. And it's Sargent coming down the right-hand side. That just sounds really good. Like, he says... Under the condition that he has enough super points after Abu Dhabi, he will be their second driver next year. So that's interesting. That would be interesting to see where that goes as well, won't it? Yeah, I'd say he'll be decent. Like, I mean, in the past few years, everyone coming from F2 just hasn't been good at all. No, Um, because they've started with terrible teams, haven't they? They have. All the good teams have two good drivers. Mercedes have Hamilton and Russell. Um... Red Bull, they have signs. No, they have Perez, sorry, not signs, signs with Ferrari, obviously. Yeah. They have Verstappen and. Um, Verstappen got the lucky Paris. break. He got Red Bull, and on his first Grand Prix, he 
he just got once he got that job at Red Bull, you know that what is what made him. You know, yeah. and if he if now, he was still with Alfa obviously, the drivers are good. There's good teams have enough good drivers, but that's that. But, but the academy, that's where um Russell came from. Uh, yeah, it's the Mercedes academy. Like Williams is kind of like a sub thing of Mercedes, so yeah. Mercedes can take their good drivers whenever they want to. They like can. That, they yeah. can prove themselves there. Um, yeah, I think for Russell, the signing factor was him filling in for Hamilton when Hamilton had COVID a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, like there, he 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 would have won that race. I'm still convinced it was a setup that they botched it up purposely because they didn't want him coming down and then people saying, "Oh, Hamilton's just winning because of the, the car." Um, I'm still a hundred percent convinced that's what happened, but we'll never know. We'll never um, know. So I'd say that's that was the deciding factor there for. Um, then they said once um Wallace's contract's up, you're coming up. Um, yeah. and he's doing. Well. I'd say that's he's probably what happened. Well. To be honest, yeah. Yeah, um, I say they might have told him on the radio. Look, but what I'd say is you win, but we'll the, do. the the F1 season isn't over yet because that battle for second place could go to Perez, it could go to Leclerc, or it could go to Russell. Like that yeah. could go to any three of them easily. So it's all to play for still. That's what I'll say. And that's the final note I'm going to say on this uh, episode. So second place needs to be watched. Watched uh, American Grand Prix tomorrow. Looking forward to it. We'll be just, we'll, we might discuss that in the next one if it, the next one is soon. But until then, make sure to follow us on everything. Um, and like and give us a five-star review on Spotify. And until then, I've been James Toomey. I've been Harry Murphy. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.